the place. This is episode 53, Why Books Work with Derek Defka. Hello and welcome to the Online Course Coaching Podcast, where we deep dive into all aspects of online course creation, from concept to marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Hello and welcome. I'm Tim Cooper, and I coach experts in all fields who want to expand their reach, share their knowledge, message, and passion, and inspire people to live more fulfilling lives. For over 30 years, I have taught in the workplace, workshops, in the classroom, and online. And if you have a message burning inside you that needs to get out into the world, contact me today. Would you like to sell more courses? In previous episodes, I have spoken about how to turn your online course into a Kindle book, basically more as a marketing arm, so another marketing channel to get students across to your online courses. And that's a great method, and I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do. But today, I'm interviewing Derek Depka, and he has got seven best-selling books and also six premium online courses. So this guy really knows what he's talking about. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about why creating a book is so important and how it can help you sell more courses. But we're not just going to talk about how to take the transcripts of your course and turn them into a book. We're talking about creating a book in its own right, or even maybe other shorter books, like create books from part of your course and put them up on Amazon. Now, you can either put them up on Amazon for free, or you can charge for them. But the good thing about creating a book from scratch in its own right is that you have a low barrier of entry. So say if you've got a course selling for $197 or even $500 or $1,000, you can put a book up on Amazon and we do recommend that you provide a Kindle and a paperback version of your book. You put it up on Amazon and that becomes a low barrier to entry. So if people don't know you, they may not want to invest that much money with you straight up. But if they only have to spend $5 or $10 on a book, then it's a lot easier to get your information into their hands. And then they have a chance to look at you and see what you know, get comfortable with you, and then maybe move on to invest in your course. So using these books is a great way. And you can also then have so many ways that you can repurpose the book in the way that you market. You can do free plus shipping offers, you can use them as gifts, giveaways uh, for, for, for webinars. You can use them as part of seminars and workshops. So, you know, the book becomes a real asset, a real tool for you that can really help you along the way to selling more of your online courses. So I really do encourage you to, to listen right to the very, very end and uh, take on board what, what Derek has to say. Because as I said, seven best-selling books, six premium courses, this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm really excited to announce two new services just for online course creators. And you can find out more about these services by going to ecoursedomination.com forward slash services. Now, the first service I want to talk about is the website service. Here we will design your website. So we'll design your pages. We'll, we'll set them up for you and we will maintain your site so that all you've got to worry about is creating your, your courses and looking after your students. 
The next one is we really want to make your course sales pages pop. So we have a product image service. So we can make up mock-ups of your course. We can use boxes, computer monitors, laptops, tablets, iPhones, CDs, DVDs, DVD covers, a combination of anything. We can come up with any sort of combination that you want, media players, any combination that you want to show off your course material. If you want to see an example of the work that we can do, go to wellnessbusinessblueprint.com and have a scroll down and look at the course mock-up. So look at the, the mock-up for the actual course itself and then the module images. It looks absolutely spectacular. And we can do something very similar for you. As I said, we can put together anything that you like. We can really make your course sales pages pop. So once again, and if you're interested in any web services or any graphics services, go to ecoursedomination.com forward slash services. Okay, so once again, we want to be answering the questions you have. We want to be talking about the stuff that you're interested in. So if you've got a question, if there's a topic that you want us to delve into and explore, send me an email at asktim at ecoursedomination.com. That's asktim at ecoursedomination.com and we'll get your question answered. Now also, if you believe you've got something to share with the audience, once again, drop us an email and we'll get that interview organized. Now, as always, the show notes for this episode can be found at ecoursedomination.com forward slash 53. That's the numbers five and three. And there you will find a summary of what we discussed and all the links to the resources that we spoke about during the interview. But let's not muck around. Let's jump over to interview right now. Today's guest is an author and online instructor. In fact, he has seven best-selling books and six primary online courses. And it's with great pleasure that I welcome Derek Depka to the show. Welcome, Derek. Hey, Tim. Glad to be on. It's absolutely fantastic to have you here because we've got so much to talk about. Because saying you not only talk to talk, you actually walk the, the walk. And I've got great pleasure to be a student of yours. And I actually know the amount of support and how much you put into supporting your students that it's for you it's not just sit and forget and walk away you do a lot to support your students and you do a lot to keep your courses current and of course we're going to discuss that throughout the course of this interview but before we get started could you just share a little bit of information about your background yeah sure thing tim so uh, i never imagined i'd be doing the things I'm doing now, which includes writing books or creating courses. Uh, my background's as a rock guitar player. I got my degree in music. So pretty much the only thing I had planned on doing was becoming a rock star. And when I was pursuing music and struggling financially, that's when I started to open myself up to uh, the world of online business, online marketing, and, and really looking for a way that I could support what my passion was, which was creating music or doing the things I love and also be able to get an income for myself. So uh, back in uh, 2011, I moved out to LA and I was a broke valet parker. I was delivering hot wings, sleeping on an air mattress for about two and a half years. So I started out uh, very much, you know, financially challenged and struggling, went through a lot of courses, a lot of trainings, podcasts, uh, and it took several years of learning that, but eventually I had uh, my breakthrough after uh, I had a book that became a bestseller. 
And so once I had a best-selling book, that opened up a lot of the other doors for uh, getting my name out there, establishing my authority, creating online courses, and a lot of things became easier uh, once I had the best-selling book. So that was really the foundation for me to open up all the other doors, and that's a big reason why I'm passionate about helping people get their message out there and also giving them some of the strategies, which include, as I'm sure we're going to get into, uh, the ways that you can establish yourself as an authority, the ways that you can get more traffic to your courses, build your brand, and especially do that with the world of books and self-publishing. Awesome. Yes. And look, as I've, as I've mentioned to, to the listeners of this podcast on a number of occasions that using books to help promote your courses is, is a fantastic marketing uh, strategy, but it goes beyond just a simple marketing strategy. And, and of course you can use, use the books to build your list and, and everything else. But to like, what, what would you say to say uh, an online course creator who's, who's gone out there? Well, who's, who's thinking back out there? What is the most important thing about, before you even start to create a course, obviously you want to know whether there is a market, don't you? So do you have any sort of quick tips about how to validate your, your market before, before you even know whether it's a book or whether it's an online course before you even set pen to paper? So there's a number of strategies uh, for this. And in terms of quick tips, one of the things that I look at it, uh, I look for competition. And rather than being scared off by competition, I actually like to see that there's a little bit of competition. There's some other people who are doing this, whatever it is, uh, in the same space, because typically that means that there's some demand for it. Now, what I love about book publishing in particular, uh, whether it's to publish a book or to just validate an idea, is that with something like Amazon, uh, one can go onto Amazon, do a search for a book on a topic, and actually see based on the sales rank is this book selling well? Uh, and even in areas like ClickBank, you have some degree of, of metrics where you can look and see, are things doing well? Are people purchasing books on this, courses on this? So seeing that people are purchasing other books and courses. And my approach uh, is, A, I come from what I'm passionate about, and I make sure that there's a market for it. And so I'm modeling what else is out there. And then the next part is, what am I going to do differently? Uh, so that's all. That's a different topic of conversation, how you stand out in the marketplace. But the first part is seeing, is there a demand for it? There's also ways of doing surveys uh, for people engaging you know, um, an audience and asking what people want. You know, so if you do have somewhat of an audience or a platform or even going to a forum and you can start a conversation and ask people, what are the challenges that they're facing? Uh, this is very much the, you know, Ryan Levesque talks about this in, in the book, Ask, what's your biggest challenge? You get enough people telling you that this is a challenge they have and you find a, you know how to create a solution for it. Well, then you've already validated the idea. And finally, a third thing is you can offer the course for sale before you create it. And then if people purchase it, they want to buy it, you pre-sell it first. And then that way you, you don't, uh, end up creating something that there's no demand for. So those are a few different strategies and, and ways of approaching it. Mm, and perfect stuff. And the thing is with that last strategy, because that's what I'm doing now with business, sorry, wellness business blueprint is I'm about 
two weeks or three weeks ahead with the course development. So if somebody buys the course today, because it's being drip fed, I'm, I don't have to sort of create a, a 10 hour course and then worry about putting it out there. I can create the course as we go. And the other amazing thing with that strategy is that because the course is being developed on the go, we can encourage, as you're saying, ask them what people want and what the course ends up being may be totally different to what you actually thought in the first place, but it is actually tailored to your, you know, to your people and you're actually answering the questions that are important to them and you're giving them what they want and not what you think they need, which is, which, which is a big thing. And the other thing that I've done is with, as I said, because I'm actually writing a book as part of that course, but it's not, as I, as I said, it's not, we're not taking the transcripts from the course and just simply converting them into a book, which I've spoken about on a previous podcast. I'm actually writing this book from the ground up. And to do that, I've actually got another website called Wellness Business Breakthrough. And I encourage people to come along to that and join the early readers list. And then that way, the same thing, then I actually do that when they, when they join, the, join the list, they're taken to a survey and it's, guess what? What's your biggest challenge? So, because I've read that book too. Very, very good, very, very good, you know, solid thing. So that, that you know that from the outset, you know, you are actually serving the community and giving them something that they want. And you can also, so you're not only validating your idea, you're also funding your course development. Okay, so let's get on to, you know, like seven best-selling books. I mean, that's, you know, a pat on the back there. Congratulations. That's a, you know, that's a major, a major feat. So let's get on to the subject of producing a book in conjunction with a, no, with a course. Yeah. So you, you touched upon one approach uh, that some have taken, which is create a course, take that content, put it in a book. And it's basically the course and book uh, format. And there's certainly a place for that. Having a book as its own separate, you know, product offering or content offering, I'll start with, you know, why, why do that? Well, the first thing is there's something powerful about being an author just in the psychology, just the archetype of author uh, has something to it versus let's say course creator, which is cool, but you tell the average person I create courses versus I'm an author of a book and you can get the book on Amazon and here I can hold it in my hand and I can sign it for you and I can give it to you. Mm. There's a whole level of authority there that, that happens once you have a book and you look at the most successful speakers and course creators and gurus and experts, whoever it is, do they have a book? You know, overwhelmingly yes, if not multiple books. So having the book uh, gives you that authority and it's also a great, um, entrance to a funnel. So if you're thinking in terms of a funnel and different product offerings that go, you know, gradually higher tier offerings, you know, a book is a great entry point where it could either be offered for free or a low price. It's one of the best investments for someone to get to know more about you, get to know more about what you offer, why your solution is, is so beneficial for them. They develop a relationship with you. They get to know you. And it's done in a way that's a very uh, low barrier of entry to sell a book. Whereas a course, depending on the price of the course, could be something that you know, some people aren't going to be ready for that yet. And so you can either start with a book or downsell someone to a book uh, with that. So financial 
uh, financially speaking, that, that low price offer is great. And then there's so many things that can be done with marketing. Once you have a book, the ways you can use it to build an email list, the ways you can uh, promote a book or even generate a nice income from a book. One of my favorite things is many people will spend money to build their email list. Well, what if you could get paid to build your email list? And that's the power of a book. Once you have a book and, and you can set it up where you're actually generating income from the book and sales of those books lead to conversions to your course and to email subscribers, you've created an asset that not only grows the other areas of your business, it's actually bringing you more money while bringing you more leads, while establishing your authority, and you start to see that you know it becomes this like this um, master key that unlocks a lot of other things. Now, that's the ideal outcome. Uh, one thing we can jump into is that it's also not enough though to just have a book, and you know, just like it's not enough to just have a course and it sits there, and no one finds it, or no one, you know, or a book that doesn't connect with a course or with your business. It's its own thing. Uh, this is one of the, the dangers I see um, in that some people have gotten this message, go write a book. So they go write a book, but there's no strategy behind it. There's no way that the book leads into who they are or, you know, get their course or a compelling offer. It becomes its own little thing that they did as a checklist. I heard to write a book, so I went a book but they didn't think about the bigger strategy behind it. So the book is great. Like anything else there, it needs to fit into the brand. It needs to make sense of how a person goes from a book to uh, a course. And, and that needs to be thought out as well. Mm. So many gems there, Derek, so many gems, because we see that all the time. Uh, we see it with Amazon, like even with Amazon authors, like I'm helping an author at the moment who just, just thought, write a book, put it on Amazon, it's going to sell. We see it all the time with, with course creators, with their courses, putting onto Udemy, putting it, putting it into these marketplaces with the expectation that the marketplace is just going to generate sales for them automatically. And, and at the end of this, well, well throughout this, this, this interview, we're going to talk about your courses as well, because one course, the course that introduced me to you was your KD sales machine. And I'm, I said, I, I help, non-tech savvy, savvy authors that's that's a, an area that i'm going into and i've got a friend he wrote a fantastic fiction book and he wrote he, he published that back in 2012 and it it he sold a handful of copies and then it just 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 flatlined flatlined and then i bought your course and as you now through the screenshots that I showed you, we actually put a pulse back into that and now he's actually making sales. So the thing is too, that if you have sort of gone through and you're set up and, and maybe haven't done things the correct way, it's not the kiss of death. You can actually come back and you can fix things. And there are some other important things too, Derek. Like, like you've got to make sure that you've, you've got to spend time and money on this. You've got to take it seriously and have it properly edited because you can have some great information, but if it's hard to read, if it's hard to consume, you're not going to get great reviews. Uh, people aren't going to talk very highly of you and you may not come across as the authority that you want to because your, you know, your material isn't presented as professionally as it could. So you've got to be prepared to put your hand in your pocket and get it properly edited. And that's not, and that's not a sales benefit. That's just a, a prerequisite of entry into this. And you've also got to do something with, have a, compelling 
uh, cover as well for you know, you know, for your book. And I just give you a little story. I the we've got a perma-free book that I set for this author, and when we first did it, I just I just made him up a, a a cover just quickly, just just to get it out there. And then when we had his cover redesigned for his existing book, we had that cover designer redo one for the lead magnet. Now I wasn't happy with the one that was done for the lead magnet, not because of the designer. The designer did a, a beautiful job. It was the actual content that the author had his heart set on. It was what he liked. It's what he wanted. And I wasn't happy. It, it, it wasn't even, it didn't even relate to the story. Right. And we, we saw that, that uh, the uptake for that, for that lead magnet plummet. All right. So it went, it, it, it was sitting in the top 20 of pre uh, thrillers in Amazon for, for weeks and weeks with my dodgy cover. And then we put this professional cover on and it dove. And so I went and saw him the other day. I said, I said, look, it's not what you like. It's what your audience likes. And so we've gone and we've changed the cover and already it's starting to go, go back up. So those are things that you know, when we're talking about a book, if you're going to do it properly, you know, you've got to get your, you know, your obviously get, get your content, get, share some good content, but make sure that you, you spend the money and have it edited properly because you know, these things are important and also covers that pop. Don't, don't um, you know, scrimp on the cover. And I uh, said, so Derek put me onto a fantastic cover designer and, and I'll, I'll include those links in the show notes as well. Who, like you don't have to spend a lot of money to get a professional cover that pops. Yeah, and I'll touch upon that um, real quick in, in that the overarching principle here is that it, it is an investment uh, rather than an expense in terms of the mindset. Because one of the questions I, I would ask someone is, you know, what's more expensive, a $5 cover or a $500 cover? And the answer is, well, it depends. You, know, you can't say the $500 cover is more or less expensive because if the $500 cover results in thousands of dollars of sales, but the $5 cover results in no sales, then the $500 cover not only was less expensive, it actually made you money back. Mm -hmm. um, and that same mentality, whether it's a financial investment, whether it's the time investment of testing out different title ideas or doing the market research, uh, like you pointed out, is this just what I want or is it what the audience uh, wants. And I believe that it doesn't have to be either or. We live in a world where we can find both. I can create something that I love and is what the audience wants or find that happy, you know, balance. Um, it is a relationship, you know, a relationship between, you know, the teacher, the student or the course creator and the students. Uh, just like any other relationship, it doesn't need to be one-sided, all about one, you know, I got to just give up what I like for the other person or they got to just accept what I want to put out. It's a, it's a harmony and it's a balance between the two. Mm. And so there's a number of these things that, um, that, you know, we weigh and it can be a little bit, you know, tricky to navigate through this because it's like the cover's got to be right. The title's got to be right. It's got to fit the marketplace. It's got to lead. So there's many little factors that we're, we're balancing, which is why it's important to get this education and to, uh, in, in some cases, it is a bit of a trial and error process or just an experiment to see, you know, what works and gradually correcting and continuing. Mm, mm. And I think too, it's like then you sort of repurpose your work or, or, or utilize your material because as I'm saying, I'm creating my book from scratch. I'm not just creating my book from transcripts. It's, it's just being written in, as its own entity, but it is based on information in the course and, and throughout the book without being without the book just being a pitch because that's the last thing I wanted to do. But 
I'll, I'll, I'll mention course and other, and other things throughout the, throughout the book. And also at the front of the book, I say, you can come and you can download a resource guide, which will, which will point to all the tools and all the things I talk about in the book. You can get that resource guide at this web, no, at this website in exchange for email address. And that's coming back to how you build, build your list. And one thing, one way I'm going to utilize my book when it's complete is because I'm going to sell my premium course via webinar because at the moment it's on introductory offer because it's still in the progress of being built. So it's, it's selling for 197 at the moment because it's not complete. Once it's complete and packaged, it's, it's going to go up to a minimum of 497. And so I'm going to sell that via webinar. So as a, as a hook to keep them to the end, I'm going to say now for everybody who stays to, to the end of this webinar, you'll receive a free copy of my book, blah, blah, blah. And it's a real value because otherwise they have to go on Amazon and buy it. Right. So that's another way that you can, you can use these, you know, these things as hooks. And as, as Derek also said, look, once, once your course hits 497, that's a big investment for somebody who doesn't know you, who doesn't know, know your material. But if you come out there with a book for 995 or, or six, $7, that's a very low barrier to, to entry. And people are going to be more willing to, to spend that go through your material, get to know you, get to see whether you know what you're talking about. In that book, then they can then follow on, get their resources, they hit your email list, and then you can actually start to promote your courses to them. Now, talking about webinars, the, the other thing that I really love about your courses is that you keep them current. You don't just record them, stick them up on the internet and walk away. And the way that you, the, with K, K, the sales machine is that you run a, a monthly webinar where you're answering questions that you receive or email during the month. You go through because you know, the whole landscape is con con continuously changing. And so you go through and say, yeah, well, this is, this is different now. And, and now I'm, I'm, I'm trying this and you actually share what you're doing and the experiments and tests and everything else. And you're, and you're posting that up into your course. And so your courses are staying current and that is just you know, worth, worth as well and goal. So not only are you extremely accessible, like I sent you an email and I got a response back within you know, hours. And that's, that's just, I, I haven't had that experience from an online instructor ever. I was just blown away. So the experience that you developed through being accessible, being prompt in your replies and keeping your courses current and having books and that sort of stuff to support it. You've really, really sort of established yourself as, you know, as an expert, but also an, an accessible expert. And that's very important. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, thank you for that feedback. And I, I would say that for me, that's been an important part of, of who I am and what I do. Um, does everyone who create a course need to do that? Of course not. You know, there's going to be different models for different people and depending on, on what you, what you, you know, make sense for you to offer. For me, um, at least with that particular type of, of training, uh, and for those who are, who are wondering what that's about, in a nutshell, it's basically uh, Amazon advertising for books. And it's a relatively newer thing. There's a number of questions about it. And it's something that kind of, you know, the landscape changes, like you mentioned. So in a market like that, teaching that, I knew it was important. Um, 
or I knew it would be the most value for people if they had access to get their questions answered, uh, to get support. So for me, part of, as you call it, maybe it's, it's a values thing or it's an integrity thing that I know if I gave someone some tips and let them run off and do it on their own and they didn't have any way of getting feedback or support with it, a lot of people would fail or they would do it and they go, I tried that and it didn't work. Now, for me having enough perspective, I can go, well, yeah, of course it didn't work. Here's where you screwed it up or here's what wasn't right. Or actually, you know what, you did some good things, but you want to test like these three other variables to kind of figure out what it is you need to do. So I just knew enough about the, the material to know that was important for me. That's what uh, creates, creates value for people. So taking a step back, whether you're a course creator, whether you're writing a book, a lot of times the, the principle here is it's not so much what you teach as much as how you teach or what you have to say versus how you say it. So if you're talking about, uh, if you're creating a course related to business or personal development or relationships or all kinds of things, you might be saying a lot of the same things that other people are saying, you know, in, in the field. Uh, but if you realize what makes you unique is how you deliver that information. First of all, just having a book versus a course, that's one thing, but how you package it, how you organize it. If your benefit is that you do offer live support or you do offer group coaching or you can do that, start to think about what are the things that I can offer to go above and beyond, to do, to stand out, to be willing to do that extra thing that maybe some other course creators or authors aren't doing. And so now all of a sudden, if you're the one person that you get you know, in your field where people know you're the most accessible, you have some of the best customer support, or you keep your courses up to date, or you do these things, you know, make that known too. not only do it, but also make it known because that becomes part of your selling uh, point, uh, which brings up one thing uh, in this concept of under promise over deliver heard that. And I like the idea. The only thing is if you're constantly under promising in some ways, it's, it's doing a disservice to people because they don't actually know that you have so much to offer mm -hmm. and they might pass you up because uh, the person has been under promising the, the whole time. So, you know, if you, I don't know if it's appropriate to say over promise, but over promise and then actually follow through and over deliver mm -hmm. or promise and make it clear. This is what I, what I offer. I'm going to give you the support. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to do whatever. Um, because that's what's going to help people know, okay, this person's the right person for me. Mm, absolutely. And that's the same thing like, uh, like Evan Pagan says about, about shifting the free line. He says, give your best stuff away for free. Go, Why give my best stuff away for free? But saying, if you do that, if you, if you freely share those, your best tips and tricks, people will go, wow, if he's giving this away for free, imagine what's, what's in his course. And I think the other thing to, to always remember is that people aren't looking for more information. If, if people just wanted information, they can go to Google, they can go to YouTube, like information is everywhere, it's freely available and it's overwhelming because there is so much of it. And, there's, and then you've got, to, you've got to dig through and work out what is actually real and what is rubbish and everything else. So when people come to a course or, or come to a book, they're looking for clarity, they're looking for something that has been curated, put together, and something that works. They're looking for a system or a roadmap, not more information because we're bombarded with information. 
let's 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 take it a, a step further now. So we're talking about so say somebody's got their online course and they decide to create their book. There is another step, isn't there? But they can actually go on and create an audio version of their book. And this is probably why it's best not to just create your book based on transcripts of your course, because then if you go on and create an audio book of your book, then it's just basically a copy of your course. And you don't really have that, that thing, that separate thing to sell again. So basically, you know, you can have your, some people don't want to create a full on video course. They might want to create a book and then an audio book. And then they're, they're still sort of teaching, aren't they? Yeah. So an audio book is, uh, as you mentioned, it, this is the reason why the book is not necessarily just a copy of the course um, or doesn't need to be. Um, so the, the book can have some logical setup for, you know, my approach is the book is complete unto itself, but like anything else, um, there can be a next step after that. And there can be, let's go further, let's go deeper, let's do, uh, some people just learn better with video, some people learn better if the course has a community component to it or a coaching component or whatever it is that, you know, a book is gonna get them something, some good result, and then there's something more with the course. So it's actually important to have that, that big picture view and go, you know, why do people wanna come into the course after, after the book? How does the book set them up to go into, um, into the course? And maybe not 100% of the readers, obviously not 100% of people who read the book are going to be you know, a good candidate for the course, but at least uh, you know, a portion of them who want to work with you uh, deeper through a course. So that's the first kind of big picture. And then, then you get into, okay, so if this book is its own thing, then what are all the ways we can get this book out there? We have the ebook, we have a print edition, which is highly recommended for other marketing purposes. And then as you say, you have the audiobook edition. And the reason for that then is because uh, just like some people might go through a course and maybe they want a transcript, whereas other people want to watch a video, whereas other people, you know, just audio. With a book, you want to have these different formats for a different learning styles and different preferences and B you get yourself out into more, um, more listeners, more readers, more marketplaces, because some people, they do all their book shopping on audible because they just listen to audiobooks. So having your book on audible gets you exposure to all those people. Another benefit, some people are going to want the audiobook and the ebook or print book. And so they're going to purchase both or all three editions of it. Well, now the marketing effort that you do gets, gets you more income because they're purchasing two versions of the book instead of one, which I see this, this happen. So um, it makes you more revenue per buyer, which increases your ability to advertise the book more and so on and so forth. Mm. So there's many practical reasons to have um, your content in all kinds of formats from course to book to live to seminars to whatever a person wants to do that makes sense for them and then having a specific piece of content my book also in uh in different formats to to connect with different type of um consumers mm, absolutely and the other thing too is don't forget the people who uh have vision problems who are either legally blind or um can't see and, and even those who are very there's some very brilliant 
uh, dyslexics out there. Like, I mean, some people actually have trouble reading and the busy executives who don't have time to sit down and read a book who, who will listen to your content as they drive to and from, from work. So there's a, like a huge, like it opens up a, a, a huge marketplace there. And it's interesting that you turn around and, and you talk about taking things to live events because that's, that's where the brand, my brand, Wellness Business Breakthrough, is, is geared at. So the book's being written. The, the, so when I, I'm going to create a weekend seminar based on the book, so the book is then going to be, everybody who attends the seminar is going to get a copy of the book. But yeah, you, you can see how you, you, know, you have a book. The book is based on a course, but it's not the course. It's based on the course. It can lead to a course. That, that, so that's, that, that's one sales room. That's one sales leg. And now I don't have to sort of convince and beg people to, you know, to spend $500 because they've seen the content and they know the content is valuable. They go, okay, the course is okay. So we've, we've had that tripwire. We've had that, that low barrier of entry that, that you spoke about. I'm using it as a, as, as a, as an anchor to keep people engaged in a webinar, in a sales webinar, I keep, I keep them to the end. So I keep, I use this as a bribe for my sales webinars for the course. And then also as a, basically as a, as a textbook or as a follow on book for my live seminars. So, and all that, and then obviously I am going to create the audio book and, and people who've, who've maybe looked at creating audio books in the past might say, <clears throat> that's a little bit cost inhibitive. I mean, it, to get a narrator can cost thousands of dollars to narrate a, a big book. And that's true, isn't it? But it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, so hiring a narrator can cost hundreds to thousands of dollars, as you mentioned. Uh, for a you know a moderate size fifty thousand word, um, for book like that, it could be upwards a little over a thousand or so. Um, and if you start to get multiple books or multiple things created, then that 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 can rack up. So uh, one of the things that I teach is how another. Um, uh, course that I shared with, with you, Tim, was the audiobooks. And so audiobooks made easy. You can narrate an audiobook yourself. Uh, and so that's one of the things that I'm passionate about sharing with, uh, with authors, with course creators, is that the do-it-yourself approach, not only does it save you money, but the thing is it gets you that deeper connection uh, with, with the listener, especially if you're thinking long-term, I want this person to be a lifetime customer, potentially get my course. They're already used to hearing you speak your content. It now becomes a more logical segue for them to also hear you uh, listen to you when it comes to your course and the other material that you provide. So it saves you money uh, to do it yourself and creates that deeper connection. Mm, absolutely. And being online course creators, we shouldn't really be that hung up about speaking into a microphone. We should be pretty comfortable with that. And also that nine times out of 10, you should have all the equipment there. Now, I'm actually going through Derek's course at the moment, but I am going to buy a different microphone. And the, what I like about Derek's stuff is that you don't have to go out there and, and get a loan from the bank and spend thousands of dollars. Like Derek shows you how to do this affordably and if you do need to get different equipment like i need a different microphone because this is a, a condenser microphone it's similar to the blue yeti like it's a it's a road microphone but it's similar to the blue blue yeti and as derek rightly says in in his course that these microphones even though they're cardioid they do tend to pick up a lot of a lot of 
background noise, which then makes it very, very hard to you know, to clean um, and audio engineer. So I'm going to be following his advice and, and buy the microphone that he recommends in the course. And But you make it so easy and you, you, know, you even give advice about how to narrate you know, like, you know, the, the correct voice and, and how to draw people in. And you know, so it's a, it's a great course. Once again, links to that course, Audiobooks Made Easy, will be in the show notes and I'll, I'll, I'll probably make up a special page on my website at ecoursedomination.com or just have one called ecoursedomination.com forward slash Derek and we'll put, you know, we'll list his KD sales machine because that's important. Obviously, like Udemy courses, it's the same on Amazon. You just can't drop your book into Amazon and just expect it to to sell. You've got to you've got to do some work and get it out there. So we'll have we'll we'll have links to to all that sort of stuff and uh, and of course some show notes here. But I really highly recommend. I've I've said it in the past that having your your course is one step, but you're really missing a a huge market if you don't have a book to go along with your course. And I'm not saying a transcript version of you, like you can do it that way. You can go have your, your course transcribed and then convert it into a book. You can do that. Many people do, but as Derek says, and as I say, you're better off having your book as its own entity. It, so you're basically repurposing information. The information is already in your head. You're typing it out. You're just giving it a different, a different view. If you don't want to type, you can get something like Dragon and and, and narrate it. I personally can't do that. It, it, it drives me crazy. Like I, I talk, I wait for it to type and I'm going, eh. so I'll just type. But there are but there are ways to to produce your book very, very easily. And then there's services like if you if you don't know how to create a Kindle book or you don't know how to create something for Create Space, there are services. Like even I can do that for you. I, I can I, I can create Kindle books and, and, and create space formats and that sort of stuff. I've done it for, for other authors. So that sort of stuff shouldn't be a barrier. No, there's no the simple, no, the fact that I don't know how to do something should never stop you from starting. That's what I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And there's so many resources out there that can, uh, that can help you out. And that's, that would be a, a big, um, you know, another big principle is, uh, you know, I'm not saying just, my courses or me in particular, whatever you're doing, you know, get some guidance, get some coaching because there are a lot of these different variables um, to balance. And so uh, it's amazing opportunity. And at the same time, it can be incredibly challenging. You know, it is, it is work. It's a business and, and creating a business. There's, there's so many little pieces that it, you know, if one piece falls through the cracks or one uh, you know, uh, link in the chain breaks, then the whole thing, uh, you know, kind of collapses. So that's kind of the scary part. The optimistic part is, uh, as you you know mentioned earlier, Tim, like even if a, let's say a book doesn't launch well, well, it can be fixed and then relaunched and the sales can go up. Even if a course doesn't launch well, it doesn't have to be a home run day one. Like you can find the things that tweaks and then, you know, it, it can get re good results. So it's not like it all depends on like, one day or one launch or one opportunity. Uh, so that's the optimistic uh, side of things is that there's a lot of things to work out, but you don't have to get it right the first time. You know, you, you continuously get the feedback and correct and, uh, and correct and continue. Mm, absolutely. That's perfect. 
Derek, you've shared so much of your time. Is there anything that you want to share that we haven't touched on as part of our chat today? Uh, that, I mean, just what I just mentioned, I think would be the big uh, take home point. So get some assistance and guidance and, and coaching or mentorship or training and in, in these different things to help you and make sure you get feedback. Um, Cause that's the biggest thing for me. It doesn't matter how much I study or learn or think an idea is good. I'm constantly getting feedback whether that's from a mentor or a coach, whether that's from my audience and them telling me what they want or running surveys, you know, which, which one of these things you like? Cause almost every time what I think is the coolest, best thing is not what ends up being the thing that uh, actually works or that people want. And so it's very much a process of, I call it act, then analyze, then repeat, get out there, start taking some action, then step back, go what worked, what didn't work, what can I do differently, then get out there and keep going into action. If we only act, act, act and never um, stop to analyze it, then we spin our wheels going nowhere and going, I'm doing all this stuff, why isn't it working out? If we just sit there and analyze and read books and go through courses and study these things and got to figure everything out, well, paralysis by analysis kicks in. We're thinking about it, but not actually getting uh, real world you know, data from creating things or putting something out there. Uh, and the balance is to go back and forth constantly between these two things of get out there, do something, um, then take a step back, what worked, didn't work, and then keep going forward. And, and it's, it's a constant, uh, constant cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect way to finish the day. And I, I couldn't agree more because yeah, you, as I say, the paralysis by analysis, and that's, I think a lot of it are guilty of that. Like we you say, we'll start, but I just need to know this one more thing. You know, you just need this one more thing and you get nowhere. So do it. And then, you know, because if you're looking for perfection, I've got some bad news for you. You're never going to, you're never going to release anything, right? Get it as good as you can. And people are very forgiving. It's like if people want your information. They don't want you to be a superstar. They just want you to share your, you know, to share your expertise. Just remember that people are actually very forgiving. I know that you know, when you do public speaking and people say, why do you get so sort of stressed out if you're doing public speaking? Because the audience actually wants you to do well. The, the audience is actually behind you. you know, they, want to, they, they want to hear what you have to say. And that's what saying with our courses and our books and everything else is don't, you know, don't let, that, let that fear of the unknown or the fear of failure Everybody gets it. Like, no, I've, I've heard Derek say himself, he gets, like, he's a best-selling author and he gets butterflies when he's about to release something new as well. Like, no, he, he has doubts. That's part of the human condition. What we've got to do if we want to succeed is we've got to get over it and we've got to move on and we've just got to put it out there and, and you'll be surprised. I hear, I hear from so many successful people all the time, though, people who make six figures, sell hundreds of thousands of books or courses wherever else and they all say of course i get i get you know, the butterflies of course i'm thinking oh what if they hate it it's just that's just natural but just go do it because i tell you what people if you if you do the best you can people will love it derek thank you so much for your time you know you know you've shared so much you know you're a busy man i do look forward i i said i am a student of uh, of derek's courses and uh, they are very very valuable courses so I'll, I'll put the links up to that in the in the show notes, and uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, catching you on the next uh, webinar for the KD Sales Machine. Yeah, thank you so much, Sam. Okay, you take care, and uh, 
we'll uh, we'll catch the, the listeners in the next podcast episode. Okay, so I hope you can see the value in creating your book. The extra marketing channels and the extra revenue channels that you can open up simply by creating a book based on your course. And, and it's probably better to create the book in its own right, not just create a book based on the transcripts. You can do that. You can create a book based on the transcripts of your course. But as you've heard, it's probably better to create a book in its own right. And that way, then you can get, even go on and create an audio version of that book. And then you've got multiple ways that your information is being shared and multiple levels of entry that people can come in at. Now, I'm currently doing this. I'm writing a book. It's based on my course, Wellness Business Blueprint. And the book is called Wellness Business Breakthrough. And if you go to wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com, you can see that I'm already setting up my early readers list. So I've got an opt-in there for, for people who are interested to sign up and they will get chapters of the book as they're released. And that way that I get feedback from, from the readers early on. And I also do regular Q&A sessions, webinars, where I, where I talk to the people who are reading my book. And this is all about market research, surveys, all the stuff that Derek was talking about. This is done very, very simply through, once again, making some chapters available early, getting early feedback and getting people involved in the process. So that when your book is finally released, you've already got an audience to promote to. And you've also got reviews on the way as well. So once again, if you want to check out how I'm going about getting my book written and getting some momentum behind it, go to wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you found it useful, I'd really, really appreciate it if you pop across to iTunes and leave an honest rating and review because your reviews help to rank the show and the more people who can find us, the more people we can help and, and that's a good thing. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, drop me an email, let me know you left the review and the country you're from and I'll give you a shout out on the show. One more thing, if, if you're worried about converting your manuscripts into ebooks, if you're worried about having your cover designs made, if you're worried about how, how, how you're going to promote your book, don't. You can go to ecoursedomination.com forward slash book and there you'll find a resource list on services to convert your manuscript into Kindle and, and prepare it for CreateSpace. You'll find resources on where to get book covers made up both for Kindle and, and CreateSpace, how to get mock-ups done and how to get it loaded. Look, don't let those things, don't let those questions stop you from getting your book done. All you've got to worry about is getting the manuscript done and then you can hand it over to somebody else to do all those other tasks. Now, I hope you found the information in this podcast useful and I hope that, you know, you're actually putting these things into action because, you know, we don't want to get stuck in that paralysis by analysis. We just don't want to keep on learning, learning, learning and not applying anything because then we're just spinning our wheels. So it's one thing to learn something new, but the best thing to do is learn something new and go out and apply it. In fact, what I like to do is I like to spend as much time applying, if not more time applying, what I learn as I do to learn something new. So if I spend an hour learning something new, I like to spend a minimum of an hour applying that straight away and even more time. So basically I learn and then I apply and that way I move forward. That's a tip for you. I want you to build the business of your dreams. And until next time, you take care.